Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, guys, we're finally here. Apologies, completely my fault. Um, I was feeling a bit rough after I finished that show at eight o'clock and just needed to get myself together a little bit. But we are here for the first episode of The Big Debate, live on patreon.com slash acepodcastnation. And if you're watching on youtube.com slash acepodcastnation a week later, you can get involved in the debate live Every Monday, if you sign up for the price of uh, price of coffee per month, and you can get involved in the debate every week as we put the world to rights. Some subjects which will be coming up over the next couple of weeks is how to make a cup of tea, the royal family, uh, cyclists, and more. But today we are talking VAR. Should it be scrapped, or should they keep going with it? And was the world better with or without social media? So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a good old argument. And then me and Reese will basically take a side each and we'll kind of go from there. Really looking forward to the royal family one because I don't think either one of us wants to defend that lot. But we thought it was <laughs> inappropriate to do it quite at the first episode so we're going to yeah, leave it no, com- no comment today no comment today we're going to leave it we're going to leave it for like about a month so basically these shows um they're live on patreon you can get involved ask questions get involved give your opinion all the rest of it and then they'll be released on the main channel like a week later to try and get people to uh you know to sign up and stuff uh it was will melush's uh, idea the whole concept of the show uh, and they're putting it out a week later. So uh, if you don't like it, blame him, basically. But uh, no. um, shout out to Will for coming up with the idea. He said he felt that it suited mine and Reese's dynamic as well, uh, which was always nice to hear because me and Reese get on well. Um, and we were just kind of looking for a show. Obviously, we'd done the conspiracy theories one together, which went quite well, but we wanted to move away from that a little bit. Then we've done the serial killer ones, which I think are good, but you've got to like really um, do like a shitload of research for them. And it's quite time consuming when you're doing oh, yeah. that stuff and we both got kids and whatever. So we were looking for the right kind of fit and show. And I think this will be it. I hope that this is <coughs> it. We, um, we obviously did the, like the internet idiots thing. And I was I'd like, it was quite fun, I think for us. But I don't know if it hit, hit home for the people or not. Like it's it's a weird one because it's just you know, too much chatting on the internet, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think also like I think it's like a certain age demographic and stuff which yeah. people like find that interesting, and maybe like our demographic is like more like us at our age, which is not necessarily interested in like dickheads on the internet and stuff so yeah so yes uh anyway by the way uh, i am joined as ever 
by uh, the man of the moment, serial killer hosts, conspiracy theories host, co-host, Patreon co-host, we'll call him, Mr. Reese Pycroft. How are you, mate? You good? I'm good, mate. I'm good, as always. Glad to be back. Something new. Indeed. Try something different. Um, Some of you will have just joined me for a live show on the main channel as we discussed Cardiff City sacking their manager, which was quite an interesting one. Had a good old crowd on there. Um, so, yeah, that was interesting. But uh, yeah, yeah, I did look, mate, and show you I caught an audience and lots of interaction on there. Yeah, there was loads of comments. Very difficult to... to but I think people don't realise as well, like, how difficult it is to do a show on your own because you're effectively yeah. just talking to yourself. And, like, it is It's really tricky, like, and... um. Like yeah, well, you don't. Like you've it. got no feedback. You don't know what people are no. thinking. You know, it's... but it's not like it's like if you know, you know, if you're in like a like a radio studio, you've got like a producer talking to you in your ears, haven't you? At yeah. least, so like you've got like that kind of feedback from it and whatever. But um, it is tricky. But I've, I remember you're used to it now. But it's, it's tricky. It's tricky. But um, we've already got like comments coming in about VAR, so VAR is going to be a real interesting <laughs> one, which is why we're going to start with social media, because um, I had, um, funny enough, I got a show coming out tomorrow um, on the main channel with stand-up comedian and TV and radio host Leroy Brito. Uh, it's a really good episode, really fun episode. We had a good chat about like stand-up comedy and and the ins and outs of live shows and stuff. Um, and one of the things which I mentioned during the show is like I had a, I've, I've basically had like a whole life. I grew up and you did like without social media. Yeah. So like I look at like my kids and stuff now. They're all you know three teenage boys. I look at it and they're like they're just constantly like TikTok and Instagram and all the rest of it. But like because I grew up without it. I just, I feel like they're missing out on stuff a lot because yeah. everything's about like social media. But I don't know. We'll have a we'll have a chit chat and um, we'll debate it a little bit. We'll talk about it a little bit. Um, so you're gonna take the uh, the part for for social media, and I'm gonna take the uh, the against um, as the as the co-host. And I've also already done a lot of talking this evening and already on this show. I'll let, I'll pass it over to you to kind of have your first little say on why yep. you think the world is better with social media. The first thing's got to be keeping in contact with people, mate. You know, even... It's, it's weird. If someone messages you or comments on Facebook... You're more inclined to reply than if they text you. I don't know why, because you feel like everyone's kind of involved in it. Okay. Also, so, business-wise, mate, mm -hmm. best advertising tool the world's ever seen. Yeah, I can accept. I can accept that bit. I mean, that's, the thing is, that's probably the best thing about Facebook. Free yeah. advertising. It's um. It's but it's also things, isn't it? where there's a bit of everything to it, isn't there? Like, like yeah. you are right. Like, in terms of keeping in contact with people, also like tracking down people maybe who like you've lost contact with from school yeah. and stuff like that. I do see that. But like, but like, I spent a year in Ibiza in two thousand and one. Obviously, I lost contact with so many people, mate. But the last few years, the amount of people I've made contact with again, you know, it's it's a good thing. But for me, like, I, so I grew up without social media, as probably all the people in the chat have looking at who's in. Um, no, we, didn't, we didn't even have mobile phones, mate. Yeah, like, and I used to, like, my summer holidays would consist of, like, if we weren't doing, like, something as a, you know, like a family day trip or whatever, or on holiday, like, I would just get up, I'd have breakfast, brush my teeth, and I'd be gone. And I might, I'd, like, just go and play football or go up the park or yeah. whatever. And, like... I wouldn't come back until it was dark. Like my parents would have to come and get me half time from the field because it was getting dark and stuff. And and like social media has just um it stopped like a lot of things 
I just feel like kids miss out on a lot because of social media. Like, because TikTok in particular, for my youngest boy who's 13, like the way it's, um, you can almost see it like killing their attention span. Like, just yeah. the way it's programmed and the algorithms of it, just like 30 seconds to a minute of video, boom, 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 flicking, flicking, just flick to the next video, flick to the next video. And sometimes, like, me and my missus will go on Facebook and go on like reels and stuff, and you'll just find yourself like flicking through, just yeah, you're not interested in well, it. You'd be watching just flicking to the next one. one, just yeah, and it's just earlier on, I. I spent a minute watching some Japanese girl do a game simulator about to drive a lorry. Mm. I watched someone playing a game of driving a fucking lorry. But it's like this. Um, it's like they... It's just the way it's programmed and the way it is, it's just made in a way to keep your attention, but also kill your attention as well. So like it's like quick, short videos now, whereas a couple of years ago, it was more directed at like longer videos or 20 minute videos. Like now the most, the videos which get the most views are like the, you know, like the YouTube shorts in uh, Facebook reels, Instagram reels, TikToks. like longer videos are less like the big YouTubers and the big content creators. They're focusing more. And certainly the newer content creators, which kind of come on the block, they're all focused on short form like sketches and and whatever they you know whatever their thing is it's all short form thing and it's all about attention because people's attention span is getting less and less and i think covid has contributed to that as well because people spent more time on you know on their devices basically because they were at home yeah do you also think that the world since when we were kids the world has changed a fucking lot mate of course but- the pace of life, do you feel like the pace of life is like 10 times faster to when we were kids? But I think part of that is technology. And also Definitely. part of that is just, like I'm sure if you asked our parents back when we were young, they'd have said that, you know, they felt the same, like everything was just quick. Yeah, quick, probably. Quick. But it's just, I think technology makes you feel like everything's quicker because you're, you could, like, you got to... Um, Gotta remember, mate. I remember like having my first PlayStation One, yeah, and like the the feeling and being amazed by like the everything about yeah. it, like the graphics. And I also remember having like these shitty um, Commodore consoles before. Yeah, well, I had like the computer. Like, like, remember the cassette games, and they take like two, three minutes to load up, and you yeah. have like, noise. I had, and just before I got my first PlayStation One, I had this thing called a CDI. And it was basically yeah. like I I used to play like a golf game on it, and it was just like a CD gaming system or whatever. And I like I'm sure if I look back on it, it was just shockingly bad. Like, but like I remember like being enthralled by all those things. And like now yeah. you have a phone in your hand, and it can just do everything. Like it's everything to the it can do more than all that. And like I get it, I do get like why people think like. You know, you know, it's amazing, and you can do this, and you you can do everything at the touch of a button. You know, just in your hand. I get it, but like, I just think social media, like, <clears throat> it's killed going out and meeting people. Like, whether it's just going to meet people for a pint, like pubs are dying, and I think social media has got a bit of a had a bit of an impact on that. Obviously, like, there's other things which come into play with that, but like meeting. Meeting people who you don't already know, I think, is yeah. being killed by social media as well. Like, I remember, like, just, like, because, so, for instance, when I was, like, 18, 19, like, I'd just finish work, get off a train, and i just go straight in around her arms, a couple of beers. There'd always be someone in there who I knew, because I used to work in there, so I knew people, you know, like, older than me as well, like, my dad's friends or just people who, who knew who I yeah. was. So, like, I always knew there'd be someone to talk to and go and have a beer or, like, on because I didn't want to walk home, basically, because it was too far. And, like, yeah. but, like, that's how you meet people. Like, I met my missus when the Radar Arms closed down. I met my wife because she worked in the Tenant and 
like I met her because I had to change my local pub and I met yeah. her in a pub. Like these days, I, that wouldn't happen because like I just think you whenever I do go in a pub, they're very, very quiet, like on just quiet of locals. And I mean like local blokes who are like 18 or local people like 18, 19, 20 who just are having a beer in a pub or whatever. Like I very, very rarely see that around yeah. me. And I just think social media has had a massive impact on how people meet each other and things like Tinder and, and the rest of it. Like they all have contributed to that sort of that thing. I've got to argue against this scene. It's quite hard, mate. I know. Things like Tinder and that, I can understand, you know, look, look how many relationships and loves have blossomed from it that wouldn't have. Yeah, no, I got it. Like, do, do you feel social media has taken away social interaction? Yeah, 100%. I think it's damaged people's social interaction as well. I think the internet generally has damaged people's social interactions and social cues and things like that. And I think it's damaged people's emotional uh, cues and reactions and stuff to the point where, like, like I, as much as, you know, I love, if we didn't have the internet, we wouldn't be doing this now. And if I didn't have Facebook, yeah. I wouldn't be doing shows and stuff like I did earlier. But, like, I do get the hypocr hypocrisy behind it. But I'm looking at it as, like, a future i just wonder what sort of state future generations are going to be in like my kids 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 like i was i was watching a video earlier i totally forgot the guy's name mean dancer i think he's an american yeah he like you know a motivator type person but not one of the norm and he said he, he wants to develop a social media platform pretty much the same as facebook that you're only allowed to update once every 24 hours, whether it's a photo, a status, anything, once okay. in 24 hours. And his philosophy behind it, thought, effort, love, emotion, will go into that one post. Mm. Where when you can just, you know, you've seen some of the shit I write on Facebook, mate. You know, when you're just bored and you just need yeah. some form of interaction, but you don't want to get up and go do anything. So you just write random shit. Someone will always write back. Might not be who you want to talk to, and then you put your foot in it, and then you've got to talk to someone you don't want to talk to, or ignore them like I do. Sorry, everyone. It's also it's like um, there's the thing, and then like, like, does Facebook and Twitter and and these play things? Do they make for your your now? Do you don't keep or people generally previously? These are thoughts that you would have just kept to yourself, just random shit that comes into your head. Um, you look at some of the people who say horrendous shit, particularly young, young people who don't quite grasp that they're going to regret it later in life. Like yeah. that's stuff that maybe everyone thought at some point in their life. And, you know, yeah. they, everyone's thought or said something horrific when they were younger. But like you didn't have social media. So like. If I had had camera phones and social media when I was younger, I probably would be unemployable, mate. Because I got of the shit, I got, shit I got up to, like whether it was fighting or doing things I shouldn't have been doing, like yeah. it's problematic. And I'm, I'm lucky that I that they just weren't a, you know they weren't invented now. And I feel sorry for, for my kids in some ways because they've got to be so aware. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Of like every little thing they say and do and who you send a picture to and what type of picture. Like, it's just, there's a whole set of problems that I, I, I feel never sorry for a lot of people with. in the public eye. I do feel sorry for a lot of people in the public eye with social media. Mm. They, they've got no life of their own. 
but then, know, like, we've always had journalists and paparazzi, but now the average Joe walking down the street can just video anyone, you know, anything they want. So it's, it's a massive invasion of privacy. Mm. Massive. But then think of this, right? I was um, messaging Rob Boyle earlier, who's in the chat, right? And um, I was telling him something, and I mentioned someone I'd spoken to about something, and I deleted the message, and I took the person who I mentioned out of it. Now, I trust Rob 100% that he yeah. wouldn't screenshot that. But just because of whatever, I was like, I'm going to take the name out of that just because if, if someone hacks my Facebook messages or whatever, I don't want him to be able to see that. And it's just like, it's a whole set of problems, which we but don't need. So careful, mate. And I just think yeah. that ultimately, I think people's interactions and personalities and I think long term is damaging. And I think yeah, that's because my biggest none, none of us are the person we are on Facebook. Not one person on this here. No. And it's always like people trying to like, oh, my life's perfect. And eh, you're trying to paint a picture. And it's like, how many times have you seen yeah. someone paint a picture about how great their life is on Facebook? And you're like, hang on a minute. I was speaking to you yesterday about you like fighting me a missus or you, you're whatever it may be. And it's like, <clears throat> we all do it. It's like when I put a prime example, when I go camping with the kids, mate. Because I screwed back, it, it kills me setting up the tent. The kids do most of it, and they help and all this. And then we'll have a nice picture of all of us where we all look like the happiest family in the world, having the best camping trip ever. Five minutes before, it's like an episode of The Simpsons. I'm going to be throttling him like he's bad. My girl will be going off like Lisa. The dog's sunken and crying and hiding under the car. It's all kicking off. And then five minutes after, you've got that perfect life. Yeah, yeah. I um, See, I use my Facebook slightly different. To other people, or you're, you, people. you're more in the public eye as well than us, though, when you've got to be a bit more respectable than a normal person. Right, like, so I use my, I obviously use Facebook for like podcast stuff and whatever, but I use my personal Facebook as a thing to vent. So I use my personal Facebook to basically just brill out like whatever's in my head. And sometimes people don't like it. People like, I've had people say, like, oh, why are you being so negative? Or why are you talking about this all the time? It's like, it's my personal Facebook for one, so I'll say what I want. But also, it's because I use it as a tool to help my own mental health. So while yeah. I made a decision, like, a few years ago that I wasn't going to let it kind of, like, take over my life where I was going to be constantly posting stuff on Facebook and whatever. But what I would use it for is just, if I'm not feeling great, I'm going to just write why I'm not feeling great. Yeah. And what I found is, in the long term with that, is it's good because you get like a memory, do not you, like a year later or whatever. Yeah. And it'll say, blah, 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 blah. And sometimes I'll look at it and I'll be like, oh, fucking hell, I still feel exactly the same way. So I've gone nowhere. But then other times I'll be like, oh, you look look, at it and you think, yeah. what a twat I was. Yeah. Why did I put that on Facebook? <laughs> but it's like, I don't know, mate. It's look, I just think the world was a better place without social media ultimately is what it comes down to and i think like i've said many times if i didn't have a podcast i would have deleted all my social medias by now i just i don't like it i don't like what people do social media i wouldn't have a kids mate so you know if you want for your the ragger arms closing down for you you wouldn't have had yours you know that's little things in life yeah, it's those like little slide in slide indoors moments in there which could go yeah. a different way. I just look at the way the everything about like look, you know, obviously we all know, like I've talked about like there's trauma and there's stuff in my past and stuff that has caused issues. But like those things, that trauma and the, it's all part of growing up and and it's part of life, like life. people dying yeah. and problems and, and addictions and whatever it may be. Like, it's all part of life. But if I had had social media, I'm not sure I would have made it. I really believe yeah. that. Like, if I had had social media, like, the whole time I was growing up and, like, going through all those different things, I'm not, I'm not sure I would have made it because I think I would have isolated myself from the people who got me through. So like when my yeah. dad died, my mates, a couple of few, few close mates, got me through. If I'd isolated from them, 
and just stayed at home and stayed on my own and just been on TikTok or whatever, Facebook, I don't think I would have made it through, mate. And then, uh, you know, later life when I was going out drinking and stuff, like the drinking caused me problems and I ended up fighting and blah, 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 and, and issues like that. But if I hadn't have done those things, I wouldn't have met my wife and... and yeah. I just think, like, I, I am convinced that if I'd had social media and camera phones as a teenager, I'm not 100% sure I'd have made it through, which is, it seems, I know, like, that sounds extreme to people, but I no, really, no, truly, totally truly, truly believe that. With On the flip media, side of that, my father passed away when social media was booming and things seven years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah seven years ago. If it wasn't for social media, I don't think I'd have got through that point mm-hmm. because of the constant comforting messages and people. If it was just texting or ringing, I don't think they'd have made as much effort, mate. And I don't know why. It's also they easier to ignore. It's easier to ignore a phone call or a text than it is yeah, a Facebook totally. comment for some yeah. reason. You are right about that that part you said. Like, if someone texts but, you, just you could just if someone phones you, you don't answer, whatever. But yeah. like, you know, if you're feeling down or you're grieving or whatever it may be, it is easier to kind of bin those things off. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm going to switch it to the people. And uh, I would like uh, Rob, Matt, Craig, whoever is in the chat, Gaz, I think I saw, like, tell us now, vote, as it were, would the world be better without social media yes or no yes for it would be better without it no keep social media that makes sense so you're voting yes the world is better what did i say i've got myself confused now yes the world is better without social media or no you want to keep social media the world's better that way so there we are vote or forever hold your peace and then we're going to move on to var in a minute um just while we wait for the votes to be collected and thinged. Um, tomorrow night... So I, I am you... for it, but I, I think a toned-down version. Yeah, just like a more respectable... I don't know. And we need yeah, mobile like phones that don't let you go on them when you're drunk and things. Yeah, yeah, like just some sort of way to like manage it. Um, yeah. Rob says no social, no social media, no Ace Nation Army. So look at it like that. Um, Craig, says, that with me. no, I know. Craig says better without. You can have a life without being driven by our phones and computers. And I think that is the big thing. Like I just feel like I feel like I've constantly got my phone in my hand, and like obviously because I'm doing this and like I'm just constantly like texting a guest or trying to sort of sponsor out or it's just constant. I'm always on my phone in some way. And I just, but if you, if you weren't on the mobile like that, I mean, if we didn't have mobiles and social media, you would have constantly been on the house phone and going around people's houses and email and letters and. Yeah. Maybe not so much with social media because it's all instant with social media. Yeah. I suppose it's like, um, You'd have to do it anyway, wouldn't you? You'd just have to do it in a different way. Yeah. So, maybe so would like, it take longer? Yeah, snail mail. But then you'd have personal interactions with people, wouldn't you? Like you'd speak to people in person, in face. Yeah, that's what I do, yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one. I um, I just, for me, social media is just, I just hate it. i got to be honest. I just hate it. I would just, and I, I look at it as, I I think I hate it more because I look at it as a parent from teenage boys. And but I now we'd see. probably be lost without it, which is the ultimate. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like without social media, Craig makes a good point. Kids would be healthier, more sports, a world without conspiracy theories. Because they wouldn't I love, be able to. I, love I think the, the child aspect of it, though, that's on the parents totally, mate. 
Like I'm, I'm very active with my kids and I push them to not be on social media and things. So that that's down to a parenting aspect of it. Social media it is, yeah. is is the problem with them, but that's on the parents, not on social media, in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that because like my kids weren't allowed on Facebook until like my thirteen year old's still not allowed on it. Like it's, I'll, I'll be like that with mine. Just right, there's no need for it. And I don't like like the fact that you know strangers can contact them and i always wonder like when i see like um and you know look i wouldn't wish this on anyone but like i always wonder when i see like a like a 13 year old or someone is meeting like a strange guy or whatever yeah. and i just like how has that happened like like i don't know i've got like a thing on my kids like now where I don't really check their stuff as much as I probably should or as much as I used to. But that's more because I've kind of been quite open with them in the way I've discussed using it. And You, you know your children. To, you know when to trust them. And when to yeah, them. and how to protect yourself. And a big part for me, because they're all boys, like a big part for me is they like the older two have got long-term girlfriends, so the younger one's got a girlfriend now as well. Like my oldest boy, he's 17, has been with his girlfriend now for like four years, I think, or three years or something stupid, like ridiculous amount of time. But like, I've always like keep saying to them, do not send your friends any picture that you're not happy for the whole world to see. And if someone like sends you a picture which is not appropriate, just delete it off your phone straight away and do not share it with anyone because there's yeah. like all sorts of issues that you can run into without even realizing it as a kid, like, like, totally. like a, a girl, um, you know, sending like a topless photo or something like girl, girl could be a girlfriend, could be someone trying to like be your girlfriend. And if you're like a 16 year old boy, like, and you get caught with that on your phone, you can end up with like, uh, like a child porn thing on your record for yeah. the rest of your life. Like, and it could be completely, you know, not your fault, but. The matter. The matter. Yeah. And it's, um, it's a problem. Like, so I've been, I've tried to like be very open conversations, like with about stuff like that and about how to, to deal with certain situations. And oh, look, yeah, it comes to a point where you've got to just trust them. Because you can't do it for them, and you can't, you I don't, you know, you can't be just checking their shit all the time, because that's not healthy and that's not good for them, because they feel like you don't trust them. But like, if I wanted to, I could go and say, well, I want to have a look at your phone, or I want to look at this, yeah. whatever. And they might kick up a bit of fuss, and I'd say, well, look, I pay for it, so you either give it to me or you lose it if it comes to that. But like, you know, it is what it is. Like when they first got phones, I wanted to have like a like spyware type thing on them so i could just see everything they did but like it's not practical it's not fair it's not like i don't know where do you stand on that like kids having their own privacy with their phones and stuff at the moment mine is still young in me so i haven't had to yeah. cross that bridge because i don't think i'm ready for it mate I, I don't want them to have phones no i i held we held off as long as we could like phones and social media and stuff but i do want them like, um, to have phones so I can contact them if they're out or whatever it might be. But it's, it's mad, isn't it? Like, we'd go out for day, like, all day, literally. Like, younger yeah. than what my 13-year-old is. We'd be out all day with no contact whatsoever. And, like, these days, if my boys go out for, like, more than an hour and I haven't heard something from them, I'll be phoning them, like, where are you? What are you doing? And that's part of the, you know, with the social media thing. One thing we didn't mention is, like, the world has changed. From yeah. when we were younger. Um right. And not for the better. Yeah. No, it has not. Let's move on to the main event, people. V A R. So this is gonna be a fascinating one. I feel like um everyone's had a tit full of VAR. Um Reese is gonna be arguing for keeping VAR. He's got the short straw, I think, there. And I'm gonna. No, I'm all for it. I am all for it. I'm gonna be arguing for scrapping it. Although I am all for it. I should caveat here with slightly 
that I think if it's going to work, um, I think they just need to do certain things to make it work that they're not they doing at the moment. But you tell me why? Why should VAR stay in football? Because technology can be more precise than the human at the end of the day, mate. One hundred percent. When that technology is mastered, look at other sports: Hawkeye in tennis and cricket. There is no way on this earth that some of them shots an umpire could clearly see where the ball lands. Yeah. Go to the Hawkeye, it's 100% right every time. Can't argue with science in some places, mate. Yeah, cricket. Cricket's the same. It's very well done. Yeah, they got two different ones, haven't they, cricket? But he's the like an empire and a, something yeah, else. A couple of different ones. Cricket, so I'm not totally sure, but I'm and sure I'm... they have like two versions of it. For whatever reason, then, mate, right? Rugby league, For... rugby union, American football, they all utilise yeah. it. And and the, the thing is, what you've got to remember, yeah. the elite levels that these athletes are like participating in that, it's their careers, it's money, it's business. It's not just a sport anymore. You know, a bad decision in like even, you know, the championship, the playoff place, a bad decision in that can cost, what, a team a couple of hundred mil? Yeah, for one bad decision. The only the only yeah, thing yeah, I've yeah. got to say about it, it still relies on a human eye. And at the moment, it seems the people who are actually monitoring the VAR, I think they've got Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles in, mate, to be honest. So my thing is with it is like for whatever reason, right? We've had VAR now for three years, and I think Part of me, I agree with Craig there. He says, VAR isn't the problem, it's the human beings behind it. But they've had the chance over the last few years to correct it. And they just, for whatever reason, VAR is not working in football the same way it's working in tennis, American football, rugby, rugby league, um, cricket, all the others. For whatever, maybe, maybe, maybe football is just not suited to video technology to a certain degree. I think the best thing that they could do now is to, at the end of this season, bin it off, keep goal line technology, because I think that works. And on the whole, it's fairly simple. You can use the kind of Hawkeye technology to see if the ball's gone over the line. Fine. I think you need that because we've seen over the years so many times, like goals, which were goals and weren't given and it's cost people places and World Cups and whatever. But I think now... It's been shown to just not be fit for purpose. Like it's getting basic decisions wrong. It's getting it's complicating decisions that shouldn't be complicated. And I ultimately it's not the virus doing that, mate. It's the human elements. But I go back, mate, to when like before VAR, like we all used to, you know, watch a game and then if you had a bad refereeing decision, you'd you'd like discuss it in a pub afterwards and it was all you know it was great it was like it was now and now now we're just moaning about video technology and it's just taking the fun out of football and i just yeah i just done with it 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 all comes down to many mate many took the fun out of football yeah but like var is just like it's just not fit for purpose and i know like craig said there like the, the goal line technology has failed but that's down to like the actual technology having a glitch. If I believe I'm right there, Craig, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But um, I think that's down to the technology glitching rather than it getting the decision wrong, if that makes sense. Like yeah, they, they get decisions wrong, first and foremost. So like it's one thing if the technology breaks or the technology is like not good enough or it's not up to speed yet or whatever. But it's another thing that when you've got the technology, it's working. But then you get a decision and it's wrong. Like, that's an issue. And that's happened more than once. It's also, though, they tweak the rules a bit too much now to football. Yeah, they do change the rules every year. Like the offside one, it it was quite a simple fucking rule. But now they've tweaked it again. 
And it's not a simple yeah, rule anymore. I don't understand why they don't just say, if you're offside, you're offside. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, decision-wise, if a referee gets 85% of his decisions correct, if you can bring in video technology and that ups it to 90% of decisions correct, surely that's a better thing? But people will accept, right, if you've got a referee and two linesmen on a Saturday or whatever, yeah, and then uh, the referee gets something wrong and then referees say they said, right, this is what they, at the end of the season, VAR's going, we, it doesn't work for football. We're going to keep goal line technology. What we're going to do is every week um, after the game, the referee or one of the linesmen or the fourth official, someone will come out and do an interview after the game, like the players do, and they'll talk about how the game went, how they saw things. So if you've got like a referee and he, he, he should have been a penalty, he didn't give a penalty, but then he does an interview after the game. He says, oh, I thought the game was good, blah, blah, blah. I was a bit disappointed with that. having looked at the decision I made. Probably should have been a penalty. I missed that. I've made it wrong. I think... 99% of people will be like, well, okay, human error. Okay, let's talk about it. Or some people will say it's penalty, some people won't, blah, blah, blah. Whereas technology... Okay, but on that flip side, how would that referee feel the next time he refs that team? Do you think he'd be more inclined to give them something if something was a 50-50? Well, he shouldn't if he's a professional. He shouldn't, but you think he would. We're all human. Yeah, but people are more, people are more likely to... People forgive human error. If I give a human is trying their best and they just they made a mistake, that's different to having a video technology which is saying this is going to be offside. Or like there was one the other day where the Juventus had like a goal, yeah, and they they ruled out the goal for offside. And there's a defender stood like down in the corner who's playing them all onside, but because of the camera angle, the, the way they focused it in. They kind of cut off the player in the corner, and it's like that's just like how can that be? How can that? That's human. That's human error, isn't it? That's human error. But I don't think it is. That's 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 technology, isn't it? That's the that's the technology not being good enough. If you're looking offside, you've got to look across the whole pitch. Yeah, but the offside. I I see what you're saying because the image they show takes out part of the pitch, then you can't check it. The image so, they showed was just the goal line, wasn't it? But if you're a world-class referee, you should know in your head you have to check the full size of the pitch. There was other camera angles, so that's down on the ref not checking it, mate, because they released more footage that showed where the player was. That's down on the ref not checking it. Without technology, right? Man. Do you know what happens with that, right? Without technology, number one, the linesmen, because the linesmen have stopped putting their flags up for offsides, don't they, now? They just don't yeah. and they just leave it for the video technology. Number one, the re- the linesman would have seen directly across. Oh, look, there's a player playing him on side. The when the goal went in, all the Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The team would have complained, oh, he was offside, and he would have gone, no, there's a player over there. Or the goal would have gone in, the ref would have then blown for offside after the goal had gone in, and then all the players would have gone, oh, hang on, he's playing him on side. And then he would have gone, oh, yeah, okay, goal. I thought the linesmen were still putting their flags up, mate. Um, well, they, no, I, they, 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 I think they play it, they put it up, like, after the river player goes through. I think it's, like, after he's scored or whatever, or after he's right. got the ball. They do it really, really late. Again, see, that's then... Tweaking the rules and things. And do you know why I don't agree with that, mate? As well, is there was one um, a cup when VAR first came in, and I think it was Rashford actually. Like the ball was come through to him, and he was like one on one from the halfway line, and the linesman put his flag up for offside, right? But Rashford kept going, kept going, kept going, kept going, and scored. 
the Arsenal, or I think it was Arsenal, whoever they were playing defence stopped because they saw the flag. Yeah. When they brought it back, when they looked at VAR, he was onside. So the linesman had got it wrong. They ruled it offside. So then, because Rashford carried on and scored, they gave the goal. Did the referee I, blow his whistle? I can't remember. I would have thought he didn't because... If he didn't, just... Didn't the game of football, playing. it doesn't matter if the linesman flag goes up. Until that referee blows a whistle, you keep playing. Yeah, I just think... That's the law of the land, isn't it, in football? Yeah, Unless that whistle blows, the play keeps going. Well, so if the ref didn't do that... Play to the whistle. You know, that got to, haven't you? So, no, i I got to argue with that one there, that Rashford was spot on. Yeah, and like, people got to take advantage of that as well, they? They're, well, even if the ref blows the whistle... They're going to then go and score just in case. Because yeah. if the and then what happens if, if the ref, I, I think if a ref blows his whistle, though, that stops playing. Then. Yeah, I think they changed, they I think don't. they reworded yeah. the. Uh, like, I'm sure the rule in there would be if the ref blows, nothing stands, end off. But you'd always, like, if you were like a professional team now, you'd just be saying, like, no matter what happens, like, if the ball comes across and they blow the whistle or. Everyone thinks you're offside. Just put it in the net, just in case, because if the technology, I don't know. Because I, I'm sure it'd say if we looked in the rule book, if the whistle blows, that's yeah. The I think they changed it around that time because basically, like they'd have people, to. Yeah, people were taking advantage of it, but like, yeah, it's um, look, it's interesting. And look, that like that one I said about the Juventus thing is. I think that was human enemy again. It is. You know, if, if you're meant to be the ultimate top of your profession, you know, the best ref, you know, among the best referees in the world, and you don't think to check the whole pitch or the whole end of the pitch, that's on you. But they don't just look at one shot of it, do they? When, when they look at it in the room, when they look at VAR in the room, they don't just look at one angle, they'll look at multiple. So that's on them, mate. That's not on the VAR. The VAR yeah, got, clearly shows. Like, got through everybody. Like, there should be several people who should pick it up. So whilst in one way, I agree with you, yeah, part of it is human error. But also, it's brought about because the technology's there. Like, if the technology isn't there and it's just down to the linesman and the referee, then that goal wouldn't have been a goal. So... That's why, for me... The video's going a little bit funny, mate. You're not going in sync, you're talking. Blah, 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 blah. Yep, that came after you made the noise. Mm -hmm. Right, is that better now? That's it, spot on. Sweet. Yeah, I think what it comes down to, for me, is football was better before VAR and more enjoyable before VAR. So I would just like to take it back to when it was fun and when it was good and when it was enjoyable. And I can't argue with this. Football was more enjoyable then. But to be fair, VAR can make pretty much everything spot on, can't it? But it's not, is it? It, it could. But not at not. the moment. Not at the but moment. How many years has we have we had it in this country now? Not three years. Three years. Who, who were the first ones to do it? Rugby league, wasn't it? In like two thousand and oh yeah, like rugby and stuff. Five months But like in football, like it's been going now for at least three years in the you know in the Premier League and stuff like that. Like it's been going long enough that it should be an asset. It should now be an asset to the game, and to me, is still a problem. So if it's still a problem after all that time, what are we doing? Like, how long are we going to give it? Are we going to be like talking about this in fifteen years' time, or it's oh, it'll come good eventually? Like, no, fuck that. I think you're right. I, th I think you're well, mate. As 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 ninety nine percent of technology goes, it does gradually improve most of it. I think the major problem with VAR is the human error, mate. Has Definitely. VAR though, right? You say that, mate. Has VAR improved from three years ago when it first came out in this country really don't think it has like I don't think so, to be honest mate. <coughs> I don't think that but VAR I still think has it's been improved that much 
I really don't think it's improved that much. You've got to look at the other sports that it has improved. They, you know, they're nailing the technology. Football. And they probably haven't even sent a ref on a course on how to fucking use the technology. They're just checking any old ref and go and have a look. Got to be able to use the technology as well. Yeah. No, I'm all for it, mate. It's problematic, mate. And um, unfortunately, it hasn't improved over the last three years or so. And I just don't think, I think, I think three years is a big enough test period. Okay, over that three years, over that three years, do you think VAR has got more decisions right or wrong? Well, I would hope, I would hope that it's got more right than it's got wrong. But I would guess so. Ultimately, though, mate, VAR shouldn't be getting anything wrong. You're spot on there, mate. You're right, yeah. Like Hawkeye for tennis, goal line technology should not fail. It's pretty simple, isn't it? Yeah, it's just basic. Like, uh, I just I don't understand it. Like, offside, very rare. when they put the line across the pitch, offside, they should not fail. No, but like, so you know, like in cricket, if the technology isn't working, they take it offline during the game and they'll tell the players, right, it's not available. It's very rare it happens, but they'll yeah. like, take it offline and they'll say, right, it's not available via uh, Hawkeye or whatever is not available at this present moment in time. So what you have to what they do then is the players know, oh we can't um, you know they can't use it or they can't ask for an appeal or whatever in that period and then they'll tell them when it's back online. Unfortunately for football, is there's been a couple of instances where the technology has failed, you know, and this being during a game or whatever. But like, I just think. When VAR came in, right? So when VAR first came in, and you had one side of traditional people who were like, "Oh yeah, I don't, we don't want it, we don't, don't need it," blah blah blah. I wasn't on that side. I did genuinely think it was time for technology, but those tradition, yeah. tradition, a lot of the people who were like against it, sort of said like, "Oh yeah, let's give it a chance. If it doesn't work, then it doesn't work." And I just think three years in this country is long enough to decide whether it's worth it and I don't think it's worth it now because it's not getting everything right and I think three years is long enough to perfect it to get pretty much everything right it's just you know just the way I feel no I gotta I gotta disagree like Hawkeye for tennis is it's a pretty simple technology isn't it you know that's it's it's different to VAR the lines are there you can you can computerize to it Certain decisions in football, you can't create a computer program that can tell if it's a foul or not. So, again, it'll come down to human judgment. But there is so many different fucking camera angles, nothing can go missed on a football pitch, can it? Come on. It should yeah. be working. It's the human error of it, mate. Should be. That's the not... only reason it's not working. But then that comes down to the people who are in charge of it, don't they? Like, they've got yeah. to get the right people involved, they've got to get the right people in place to then have it. Like, I think a big part of it, and I'm, I'm sure Rob said earlier, like, with uh, football, the referees should be mic'd up so that they're able to completely... That is the one big thing. Like, you look at rugby, tennis, any of them, you can hear the interaction between player and referee, referee and the room where they're watching it. Football should be the same thing. Make it open. Let them hear it. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it, there's no doubt about it. That, that like, yeah. if they're going to move forward with it, they have to, you know, they have to mic up the refs. They have to do... Totally agree there. Whether they will or they won't is another thing, isn't it? Um, yeah. And I just don't... I, I would like football just to go back to where it was when I enjoyed it. But there we go. That's just me, I suppose. Which is miserable, miserable old man. Like, um, so uh, guys in the chat, like, what do you think? Who do you think? Like, Craig makes a good point. He said, We still complain a lot about the decisions. Look at Cardiff, Chelsea. If VAR was in, we'd have, yeah, Cardiff wouldn't have got relegated from the Premier League if there was VAR that season, typically for Cardiff. 
it came out the season after, uh, or I came to this country the season after, which is also so typical of Cardiff. But like that Chelsea player was so far offside that yeah, VAR would have picked it up. It wouldn't have been a goal yeah. and blah 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 blah. But like you can't. That's only um, because it's a major decision time. How many times have Cardiff gone away well, with Cardiff? I know, like people will say, and like I've said it, like. Cardiff didn't go down because of that one decision. They went down yeah. because they didn't get enough points over the season. But also, that decision kind of did cost them. Like, it, they did go down because of it. Like, yeah. I do accept that they went down, you know, because of... The previous 37 games. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, if that decision had been right, they would have stayed up. So... There's, there's two sides to it. Um, yeah. So what do people think in the chat? Do they want VAR to stay or VAR to go? Let us know. Very interested to see uh, what people think. And uh, guys who are watching this on the main channel and the week later, tell us what you think in the comments. VAR to go, VAR to stay, social media, stay, go. Is the world better without social media? Is... VAR a problem or is it the human beings behind it? Very interested in uh, what people think. Let us know in the comments below. Please send as many subjects as you can. I'm building a list of subjects which we'll be debating every Monday. We'll be the more controversial the better. Yeah, we'll be doing like the royal family and we'll be doing um, cyclists and all sorts of stuff. Thought it was a good one to start. We didn't want to start with the royal family on the day that the Queen's being buried, though. It felt like that was pushing it a bit, a bit disrespectful. Yeah. Um, we have our views, but we're not that less. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll see what other people think, um, and we're going to bring in uh, more and more debates, and I'm sure some of them will get more like heated. Uh, as we go through the yeah. weeks and stuff, but um, it's, it's it's tricky, it's tricky, 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 tricky. tricky. Uh, what does Craig say? Craig says, uh, VR to stay, but it must be changed. Can't have one person deciding what they should look at. Teams should have challenges like cricket. Yeah, I there's all sorts of things in it that you can take from like yeah. different sports, like where you can have a challenge or. But ultimately, yeah, it like comes American down to football, like they get in American football, they get two challenges per game. If they get both end challenges, if the coach is right, they do get one extra challenge. But if they're wrong on one of them, they don't get that extra one. Yeah. So there is things from other sports they can use, but they need to tweak it to suit the correct sport. Got you. Yeah, I just think it's it's not being managed correctly. I think is the the way to say it. Um. Right, guys, tomorrow on the main channel, comedian Leroy Brito is the guest on my story. And uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a belter, as they say. Um, so please um, you know, give that a share and stuff. Really, really appreciate it if you do. As, um, you know, always looking to spread the word and all that good stuff. Uh, myself and Reese will be back next Monday. And... Um, not sure. Probably will end up doing something on Wednesday, even if it's like a little short thing. Um, we'll definitely be doing something. And um, as I said before, if we get five extra members by the end of the week, uh, I'll bring back like a championship show or a, or a one-man football talk show on on a Wednesday night or something. But um, only if we get a couple of extra members. Got to got to give these people some some incentives. Incentives to join as Tell everyone. Yeah, get them involved. And as always, if you've got any ideas and stuff for content and, and shows and whatever, get them in. Um, but as is my channel and my show, I will rule the VAR and social media got to go in the bin. Mm-hmm. Use my power, my power, my authority to bin them all. That's what's just going to happen every week. We're going to spend like 50 minutes debating it and then I'm going to go right yep I win goodbye fucking room 101 it
Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.